The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Very much. Well, now it's time for our Monday expert, and uh, uh, joining us this week is Ireland's tooth fairy, Brona Keane, who'll be answering all your oral hygiene questions. If you've got questions for us, uh, get them to us by WhatsApping 087 106. Uh, Brona, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, what's on your mind this, um, uh, this week is oral hygiene. Yeah, oral hygiene and also then uh, Keith Duffy also had a show on last week about the uh, dental tourism. So I thought maybe we could touch on that to discuss. maybe. OK, well, let's talk about uh, dental tourism, first of all, because the reason that people go to foreign parts to get stuff done is because they say it's too dear here. I know. And actually, people were talking about even on the show about the failing systems in Ireland. And I think a lot of it does come back to the lack of education when it comes to like oral health and oral hygiene and just trying to maintain what you have rather than trying to... So you won't have to go off to foreign parts to get yourself fixed. Yeah. But I mean, that argument about if I go to Turkey or wherever I might go, it's uh, half the price, a third the price and therefore I go. Yeah. And granted, it is definitely cheaper because obviously the cost of living and minimum wage and insurance and all of that is cheaper. But what I found even myself when I contacted some of these clinics for my own teeth, which they were saying that I needed like 20 veneers and I definitely know that I don't. And what I always ask people is, are they comparing treatments that are like alike and are they comparing treatments that are minimally invasive? Because yes, the 20 veneers were 5,000 over there versus your 18,000 here, but I don't need it. So therefore, is it cheaper to go abroad? Okay, you might be over... Prescribed, shall we say, yeah, overtreated. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what happens if they botch the job over there? I mean, will an Irish dentist see you here to kind of fix it? So they're not going to see you because it's, well, a lot of them won't. There's few that will because they're more highly trained in that area. Um, But a lot of the time, it's very difficult even for dentists to treat you if they wanted to, although they're told not to in dental school. Um, but it's because they different materials are being used, different tools, um, knowing what's underneath, knowing what we're going to be left with. Um, it's just a lot of unknowns. And then we're working on, on a job that is just so much more difficult yeah. than it was to start with. I mean, how permanent are these things? Uh, if you get an implant, for example, you presume that's there for life. If you get a veneer. So that's definitely the presumption and that the implants are there for life. But implants are actually only guaranteed about a 20 year, not even guaranteed. Nothing in dentistry is guaranteed unless you literally get hit by a bus right after the treatment because everything has a life expectancy. And I think that's a lot of what people um, forget. They think that these things are going to last forever, like the veneers or anything, but everything will have to get replaced at some point and everything has failure rates. So you have to be prepared to go back to these places when these things fail um, and 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 get the treatment done again. And granted, like, I, I do have to be very clear, there's some very good dentists out in, these, in other countries. Of course, I mean, because yeah. uh, Turkish people live in Turkey and yeah. they go to the dentist. <laughs> I just, I yeah. Um, but it's just about being properly informed. I always say, like, bring someone who is fluent in the language and um, make sure that you're not going for the cheapest bundle because inevitably the really good people aren't going to be doing seriously cut deals. And then the other thing is checking that they're even legit. Like, apparently they don't even they don't even need to actually be legit dentists mm. to start working on you in some of these places. All right, but, but your um, philosophy would be, OK, if you want to go, go, but do your research do your properly research and make sure you don't... And, 
botch the job. Yeah, and that honestly, one of the highest things I would recommend is bringing someone who's fluent in the language and ask for the risks, the pros, the cons, and how long these things are going to last and what happens when they fail. Because you don't want to be in a situation in 15 years where you have to get all of your teeth out and then you're in dentures. And, and the question, uh, what might be left? I mean, if someone doesn't uh, do the job, the basic job, preparing for the veneers or whatever it might be properly, heaven knows what lies beneath. Yeah, so you're getting those stumps or those shark teeth that people talk about. Um, And like the thing is with dentistry nowadays, the thought process is to be minimally invasive because again, nothing lasts forever. So that's why you would always start with your braces so that anything after that would be minimally invasive to mean that less cutting would need to be done. Some of the questions coming in. Uh, My son who has autism is now refusing to brush his teeth. What are my options? That's from a concerned mum. So a really good tip for people that are struggling with kids for brushing their teeth is actually to try disclosing tablets. Um, so it's just get your child to chew the tablet, spit it out. It's going to highlight all the areas they need to work on. And if you make it more interactive, they they might like take pictures of the teeth, show them where they need to brush. And that's well, so, you, so you get them to chew. Then it exposes, what, is it a colour or what is it's it? It's going to show um, two, two different colours of, of plaque. Um, so there's red and there's blue. So one's indicating that it's longer there for longer than 12 hours and one's shorter than 12 hours. So it's really good. It's so it becomes a game then with the child. You want to get rid of that stuff? Yeah. yeah. And like also another thing that I used to do when I treat kids is like even if you just scrape off the little bit of plaque on their teeth and then pop it on their nose and ask them would they walk around like that? And the answer is probably no. <laughs> um, just a query. I was told my 10 year old has enamel hypoplasia. He's always been very good to brush his teeth. He's also using a pro enamel mouthwash twice daily. He's never been into sugary drinks. His diet is good. He goes for yearly checkups. Uh, not sure what else we can do uh, to encourage him to keep his teeth healthy any advice would be great. Um, so the, the main thing for that is just to try to make sure we're keeping the minerals on the teeth. So like with our toothpaste, just make sure that we're using like an adult toothpaste, um, just a pea sized amount and don't rinse it off because you want to keep all that toothpaste on your teeth and not get rid of it. Um, and other than that, it's just trying to keep doing what you're doing with the diet and the brushing and, and keeping on top of the checkups. My five-year-old daughter has already lost two bottom baby teeth. Is this very young to lose baby teeth? At what age, sorry? Five. Five. Um, no, there's a there's definitely a range um of about of like twelve twelve months either way. Um so they're just they're at the very early stage of that, but nothing to worry about. But nothing if you are worry. worried, check in with your dentist. Um Sandra asks uh, what to put on badly chapped lips that just won't heal. They're very red, peeling and stinging badly. Um so the best thing to do there would be to make sure that you're using like Vaseline and stuff like that. Um, but often sometimes when you're when you're when you've got like um, chap lips for a long time, you can get like an infection on those cuts and stuff and they can't heal. So you might just need like a cream antibiotic from your dentist or doctor. OK, um, I'm tired listening to this foreign dentistry bashing. I had major dental health issues, needed five root canals, got all my teeth crowned for cosmetic reasons. All this was done 13 years ago. Uh, so far, I have no issues. I paid five and a half grand for everything. I rest my case. And I think that there's, there's, as I said, there's very good people out there and some people are very lucky and they're doing their research. But what I'm, we're trying to do, I guess, is just raise awareness about what you need to do when you're going to these countries to make sure that you don't run into these troubles.
I have very inflamed gums, red, swollen, inflamed after uh, immunotherapy for cancer. Uh, treatment stopped two months ago. I saw a dentist. He recommended mouthwash wash, and also to see a hygienist. The mouthwash made it worse. Saw a GP and was on flagell antibiotic. Finished a week ago. Tiny bit better, but still bad. I've used microstatin BMX aloe vera. Uh, that's from Vera. What next? Or so, is, is it aloe vera from Vera? I don't know. Anyway, it's from a texture. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I would recommend getting another opinion. But if you were on the all mouthwash, sometimes when it is um, chlorhexidine in the product, so you can check for that, um, it kills all bacteria, good and bad. So therefore, you might get other problems occurring. So definitely try to focus on your mechanical brushing, like your like your actual toothbrush and your interdental cleaning, like your floss and your teepees or your interdental brushes. Um, and then your regular cleans, like every three months mm. until you get those gums But sorted. the inflammation, could it be due to the immunotherapy itself, due to the drugs? Um well, they're definitely, it, it definitely can be um, a contributing factor. Um, but when that occurs, we don't like any inflammation in the mouth. So it does mean that you have to go on a shorter recall of like that three months rather than six. Uh, can you ask how I can scrape plaque off my child's teeth? <laughs> I don't think. Um, I mean, do you use, even with young kids, would, would you use the interdental? Um, you can use, so they're to be used after about the age of eight. Um, okay. But if there's any plaque that can't be removed with the toothbrush, it is actually the cleaning by the dentist, that scale and polish. Um, and if you go trying to scrape it or anything, you can actually damage the enamel of the teeth. So just be careful. I'm a mum to a newborn and a toddler and I find I'm exhausted when it is time to brush my teeth and find myself falling asleep immediately after a cup of tea. It's playing havoc with my teeth and with my self-esteem. Any tip to help? So the cup of tea, of course, is staining. Yeah. And she is just too exhausted to brush the teeth. <laughs> Um, I know there's actually teeth always get put on the long finger especially with newborns in the picture um, but just trying to like keep them doing your brushing twice a day um, and like don't be going down the quick fixes of like whitening toothpaste or anything like that because that's actually going to roughen up the surface of your teeth and get those stains to attach better I don't know what do you do when you're so exhausted <laughs> don't have the tea maybe and you'll sleep better <laughs> anyway That's um, my daughter's top front tooth got knocked out at age three She's five now and there's no sign of the new tooth coming down yet. Should I be worried? Front tooth at five. No, no. She, she That kind of tooth comes in at about age seven anyway. Yeah. But again, check in with the dentist. They can get an x-ray to make sure it's there and not damaged um, if you're concerned still about it. Can you ask the dentist about bleeding gums? My gums bleed every time I brush or anything comes in contact with them. No pain, just bleeding. Any treatments available from Brian? Um, so bleeding gums is a sign of a low-grade infection on your gums. Um, but a lot of the time when people see the blood, they then veer away from it. But really that inflammation or swollenness and bleeding will take two weeks to settle. So you just need to keep going with the brine and brushing every day with your, inter your interdental brushes and with your normal toothbrush twice a day. All right. Look, Brona, thank you very much. The Tooth Fairy. Brona, thank you very much for coming in. That's Thanks Dr. Brona Keane. And that's all we have time for. A reminder that our items from today are uploaded as podcasts, which you can listen to on the Newstalk app part by GoLoud. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on Newstalk.